0: Hey there, Sun Design family. This week, I wanted to talk about something very near and dear to me, words. You know, when you're typing an email or writing a letter, uh, you have the ability to scrutinize every word. Sometimes you write draft after draft after draft. So the meaning is exactly what you want it to be. Um, The more important the outcome, the more detailed and seriously you take the writing. You know, why is this? Um, I think it's because... You know, when most people are writing, they realize how powerful reading it is going to be. You know, sometimes reading a message can easily fill people with, you know, emotions, uh, feelings of love, happiness, hope. um, But it can just as easily create anxiety, fear, anger, sadness, you know, really all emotions across the spectrum. Now, most people these days, uh, when they're writing, they're writing an email or a letter, uh, and it's usually because they need an outcome from it. They need something. Uh, They're asking someone for something, or they're providing information to others that have asked for it. Uh, It's rarely just to say hi. Even seemingly selfless acts of writing have an intended purpose, and that's at the core of what I want to talk about today, intended purpose, but not when we're writing, Uh, I want to talk about intended purpose when we're speaking. In writing, there's also the fact that we want to make sure our messages are clear and well understood. Uh, This is called comprehension, and we're taught at a very young age that reading and comprehension go hand in hand. But what about speaking and comprehension, uh, more accurately referred to as listening comprehension? Listening comprehension covers all the processes involved in understanding and interpreting spoken language. These include recognizing the sounds you're hearing, understanding the meanings of the words, understanding syntax in the context um, of what you're hearing, all of which are much easier when you're reading because you can see the words and you can see the sentences. Uh, you can process them at your own speed, You know, maybe even reading them over and over again until you've formed an understanding. You know, this is much more difficult during a spoken exchange when you can only hear the words t- you know, typically once, uh, you can't use your power of sight, and you have a person on the other end waiting for a response. The pressure is much higher and the expectations of the speed at which you process the information are also much higher. Uh, I think this equates to the feeling of pressure you get when someone is watching you read or standing over your shoulder when you're working. In those instances you're using, you know, valuable comprehension power in your brain to maybe try to impress or or do the reading or the work quickly or just simply not look stupid in front of somebody. Uh whatever it is for you, but you're definitely not completely focused on what you're reading or doing in that moment. You know, this is similar to when you're speaking to a room full of listeners or even just a small group of listeners. You know, you can be charged up or empowered you know when you see them nodding in agreement or laughing and smiling at what you're saying um, very similarly you can be negatively affected by you know frowns or scowls or you know god forbid booing or even you know blank stares or looks of confusion in all those cases it's it's most likely that you are not 100 percent focused on the words you're using or what it is that you're saying you know, so why does this matter? why Why do we care about this? You know you want people to take you seriously. you want your message to be understood and valued. You want to be perceived as the expert. Uh, those are some personal reasons, but think about a bigger picture. Think about your role in the company that you work for. The words you can use um, make or break a deal. They build trust or destroy it. They create moments. Uh, or can create confusion. So there can be a lot at stake, and there's definitely a right and wrong way to go about it. So let's talk about when certain speech is done wrong. Uh, Let's start with intention versus impact. Uh, You may not intend to create a negative impact by what you say, but your word choice certainly can. Uh, Imagine a situation where you've wronged somebody, um, and to cool off the situation... You say to them, you know, hey, I'm, I'm sorry you took what I said that way. It, it's not what I intended. You know, in that instance, the unintentional result could be that by choosing to say you took in that apology, you've effectively blamed the other person for the mistake, completely negating the effects of the apology. You know, this is certainly not what you intended, but they could have easily taken it that way. You know, removing the words you took would be more in line with the intention of the apology and the impact on the listener would probably improve. So it would go to, you know, I'm sorry about what I said, it's not what I intended. You know, it's, it's essentially the same thing, but it means something different to the listener. This type of unintentional result is common. You know, you've heard yourself say things like, you know, I never meant to, or it was never my intention. Um, If you think back on past conversations that you've had, uh, you can likely trace the source of having to say that to some poor word choices. Some other examples would be neutral speech, you know, not having a clear standing or position on whatever, you know, matter it is you're talking about. Um, it, It can come off as though you don't care or that the information has a low impact on you and, you know, your world, your situation, uh, words like, it could, or it might, and even maybe, um, are generally neutral. You know, they don't they don't really sway one way or the other. Excessively qualifying your words uh, also has an impact. You know, it can weaken your message. They're subtle words, and they're very natural to say, but to a listener, can have a lot of impact. Words like, a little, or basically, kind of, mostly. Extremely, totally vary. Uh, These are all words that add uncertainty and doubt to your message. My personal weak area is uh, something called excessive modifiers. You know, these are words that hedge your message. Hedging is a way to limit or qualify your message by adding conditions or exceptions uh, within certain words. Words like, In my opinion, you know, that's probably the worst one for me. I say that all the time. Uh, Also words like clearly or I guess, I think, I feel. Um, And a big one we hear all the time is, to be honest, you know, hedging makes you sound uncertain and makes it more difficult for the listener to discern your true meaning. It's better to come off too confident than not confident enough sometimes. Now, hedging with excessive modifiers... um, Shouldn't be considered innately bad There's going to be times where you want to weaken your message uh, Or you you want to temper your confidence, uh, but you want to use it as a tool strategically uh, to to form your message for specific desired outcomes and That's really going to be true for for all of the stuff that we've just talked about Um, you know knowing your audience Um, strategically planning the outcomes that you're going for you you may want to put you know modifiers and qualifications and you know manage your impact through specific intention um, to get a desired outcome uh, but the awareness will help you do it strategically and on purpose you know so when it's done right um, you're treating a conversation no differently than if you were writing an email Um, if you know have a big conversation coming up, plan it out. You Take some time to sit down and focus. Uh, The preparation is just as important as the actual conversation, so here are some of my recommendations. Start by listing out any outcomes you're trying to achieve in the conversation. Uh, Are you trying to get an agreement? Are you trying to gain understanding or clarify something? Also list the possible outcomes you don't want. This will help you plan the conversation for potential risk. When you hear it going down a path, that you didn't intend you're going to be better prepared to redirect it also practice writing down a script start with a greeting relay the intention of the conversation um, and how you plan to get on the same page you know how, how do you expect the conversation to flow write out the decisions that have to be made by whom and by when write down your redirects and practice saying them out loud uh, practice them with empathy and genuine curiosity Um, role-play them, record yourself, and listen back. You know, for example, you could say, I feel like I'm not saying this correctly by your body language. It's not my intention to upset you. Can you help me use the correct words so I can better explain? You know, it's okay to ask the person that you're speaking to for help on how to say things in a way that they can better take in. Um, It shows them you want to learn to meet them where they are and that you're not just pushing your own agenda. Another way you can practice all of this that we've talked about today is discuss it with people that you trust, um, both at work and at home. Let them know that you're interested in how they're receiving the communication, and ask them specifically if there's other words they feel would have better represented what you were trying to say. Everyone, thank you for spending time with me today. We'll talk to you in a week.